Well, we've missed last week. That was bad. Sorry about everybody who was eagerly waiting for our episode. Um, dude, what's up? What's up with everybody? Uh, everybody's all well, these quarterback fingers. See all this stuff going on? Burrow's fingers looks like he got smashed by a car. Taysom Hill's playing oh. with a splint. Russell Wilson had surgery a couple weeks ago. Fingers, man. Who'd have thought? Protect your fingers. That's right. Fingers are very important. You know, I'm just glad that uh, they're not baseball players because if any of them were baseball players, they'd be out for, you know, six months to a year. Mm. Any type of a finger issue. So, What's an injury that a baseball player – I let a football player reverse that. So what's what's the injury that a baseball player could have but play through that a football player could not play through? Hmm. You know, that's that's tough. This, uh, this is actually something that we could, this is a very slippery slope into getting falling into what's the toughest sport conversation, which is not necessarily what I wanted uh, to do. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I agree. I mean, part 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 of the the problem is really for baseball almost any injury that impacts a a part of your body that you use to perform is detrimental regardless of the 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 severity of the injury because the mechanics of baseball are so fine that a pitcher and it's i mean it happens literally pitchers miss starts because they get a, a you know paper cut on their index finger and they can't grip the ball the same way that they normally would otherwise could so they can't get the right spin. They're just they they're completely ineffective. You know what I mean? So it's not even a matter of their physical toughness or their ability to play through pain. It's about how they can actually execute the things that they need to do with their you know physical limitations with their injury. Is you know that I mean? is that just the pitching position though? Pitching pitching is I mean an outfielder can you know bang up your hand, get a bruised hand, and as long as you can get the ball back in. You know, it, the the the, fi- the fineness of whether you know the the infielder needs to catch from here or here based on how you throw the ball from the outfield is not as significant as a pitcher where the strike zone is a, a box. You know what I mean? Are kickers the pitchers of football? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know what? I like that. I like that a lot because because. Yeah. Because, you know, you you could really win or lose a game based on the kicker, you know. And the kicker is, I mean, the, the what makes a successful kicker, a Hall of Fame kicker, for example, is consistency across a long period of time. And that's exactly what makes a good pitcher, is being able to consistently throw a pitch where you need it to go for a long period of time. In, in the context of one game, the context of a full season, and the context of, you know, 10 years. If, so we're, not, like if we're not actually recording right now, I'm going to be very upset. This is good. This is this is a good thing. Hey man, yeah. you can almost you can almost think of him as like a closer, a kickers, closing yeah, pitcher. Kickers. Yeah, yeah. They close. They close the drive out. You only need three pitches. You only need one kick. But hey, you need you have to have it when you need it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. All right. Great. Cool. Yeah, that's settled. <laughs> put a but, so, put a put a put a put a pin in it. Put a button in it. Put a bow on it. Even better. <laughs> um, what else is going on? Urban Myers back in the news. He's messing with his What's running back. Uh, James Robinson. Maybe it's only because he's James, James Robinson's on my fantasy team. But but James Robinson starts the game. He was questionable all week. Starts the game. 
plays like two snaps and fumbles. And then they bench him for, for like the rest of the game until the fourth quarter when he come in, comes back in and plays like three snaps. So Robinson thought that he was benched because of the fumble. But Urban Meyer after the game said it was because his because of his injury. But then Urban didn't have an didn't have a reason for putting him back in in the fourth quarter if it was injury related. And now like there's like a blame game going on. Urban Meyer is going to be fired at the end of this year. There's almost I can't I cannot possibly see a way that he sticks around unless there's something in this contract that they just cannot. They just can't. Uh, or or if or if the crazy cons down there just assume that that any publicity is good publicity. You know what I mean? Like a little bit of like WWE wrestling vibe in there. That like, hey, every 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 uh, story needs a heel. So we have our heel. You know? I mean, it's not very good for winning business business uh, winning football games, but but it might be good for. <laughs> I don't even know who it's good for. <laughs> I I I can see just based on pride alone, Urban Meyer sticking it out for another season. I think that he's got a. Based on all the reports, he's got a good enough relationship with the Khan family where, you know, they'll, they'll suffer through, you know, losing seasons they have if they think that there's, you know, they're on the right trajectory with their young talent and and yada yada yada. That being said, I would not be shocked if 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 when the season's over, if they if both parties agreed to mutually part ways, I can totally see that happening too. You know, not not a firing. It wouldn't be like that. It would be a both parties mutually agree to part ways, and you know we best we we wish Urban Meyer the best of luck in his future endeavors. Like I, I, I totally could see that he is he is best suited now for the broadcast booth. I think that is I think that is plain as day. But he's suited for nothing anymore. I mean, well, I don't know. It's like he 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 had all that controversy and still is getting jobs. Still got this job, so I guess maybe it's fine. I don't know. But you know what I'm actually surprised of, and I wish I had I wish I had done a little bit of research <laughs> before saying this, but I, I, I'm I'm surprised because it seems as though this season in the NFL anyway, there's been no coach firings yet. You know, there are some bad teams in the NFL, but but maybe it's just because all of the bad teams are in a are in a spot where they're they have just started a rebuild. But normally by now, I mean, week 14, you'd have at least one interim head coach somewhere. And don't the Raiders don't count. Like, that definitely doesn't count. Like, performance-related, I mean, we're starting to rebuild. We want to get a head coaching search. We want to, we want to be the first people to, to start our head coaching search openly. You know, that kind of thing. I'm, it feels like every, every season that's already happened by now, at least for one team. I, I, I agree with you that, that generally by now, at least – somebody is there's a talk of them not making it through the end of the season and you know thinking this through can you name really right now any coaches that you would even say are like legitimately on the hot seat i mean there are some that like like dan campbell maybe is just a one and done type of situation in detroit i would say i don't even know the guy's name down in in houston he might even be the interim head coach at the moment like there might be some of those but like like He's he's not the interim head coach. He's the head coach. He's the head coach. Okay. Well, I mean, like, but seriously though, name name a head coach that you would say is definitely on the hot seat right now. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's not on the hot seat. He is he is potentially going to 
He'll, he, okay, let me put it. All right, let me put it. This yeah, way. rephrase, please, because he absolutely would, is in the yeah, news about he, not being there after the season. He, he he would be another scenario where it would be both parties mutually agree to part ways, or he would be like told to retire. He won't be okay, fired. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, fine. We're, it's a, again, it's a, it's what we're best at—a semantic argument. I was going based based off of who is probably going to be asked to or 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 nudged to to no longer be the head coach. Pete Carroll absolutely falls into that, that, that camp. I mean, hot seat, it, does that mean like the team's been doing so poorly that they might get fired because the team sucks? Well, actually, the Seahawks kind of fall into that category anyway. But, but, if, but if, if you mean like they're really – there's a lot of buzz about about how, how bad they've been, or or how upset uh, front offices with the head coach or something. Like that. Okay, I can't really think of one, but I don't think I don't think um, I don't think Pete Carroll will be the head coach at Seattle after the season at all. I mean, Russell Wilson. There's reports now that he's he's uh, he's open to trades with certain teams. He's named his teams. You know what I'm saying? That so like last year, that, was, that happened last season though. But I I get your point. I get your point. I'll just say though that generally, and I think and I'm about to potentially Joe Judge. Joe Judge is on the hot seat. The Giants. Joe Judge is absolutely on the hot seat. Didn't he just? Didn't he just get this job though? Just Doesn't matter. Season? You just said you just mentioned Dan Campbell. I mean, Joe Judge. That, that team. They've got Daniel Jones. That I think Gettleman and Joe Judge are both on the hot seat. I mean, dude, it's New York. New York doesn't – they don't mess around. They, they, they've been looking for a head coach for a while. Joe New Judge. York is New York is just beginning the rebuild. I think Salah is safe, obviously, because this is only his first season. Second season? Irrelevant. It's, it's the Jets. Yeah. I, I, I will say, though, that Ooh. I think a lot of teams – No, Matt Rule can't be on the hot seat. There's no way. Matt Rule's not on the hot he, seat. Okay. He, he's, get the, get how weird this even... is. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But get how weird it is that, that he fired Joe Brady, their offensive coordinator. Joe Brady was like, he was a hot name. In, in the off, I mean, do you, does that name sound familiar to you? Because it should. It does. It does. I think he was with the, Cow, he, the Cowboys or something. He was going like, to – last season, he was on people's shortlist for head coaching jobs. But now he's fired all of a sudden? That sounds like a buck was passed. Someone passed the proverbial buck. What do you what do you well, what are you reading the internet for? Well, I was just looking to see what you know how long he was anyways. <laughs> My I, eyes are I here, think, buddy. I know. I I think that a lot of teams, a lot of coaches that might have been potentially on the hot seat going into the season aren't as much now because a lot of teams are still in it right now. A lot of teams are having like good seasons for what what there are. I mean, there. The, I I don't know about you, but I feel like the standings today in what what are we week fourteen, week fifteen, week yeah week fourteen. There are more teams that are still in the hunt and have actually have a decent shot at making the playoffs than I can remember. You know what I mean? Like, there's a few teams that are out of it, but like. It was last AFC? year too, Scotty. I mean, it was last year too. You had you had losing. You had teams with losing records vying for the playoffs up no, until I week know. sixteen. But, but 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 I mean, think about like this year with like making picks and stuff. Like like teams like the Raiders and the Broncos like are decent teams. Like they 
they're at the bottom of their division right now, but they're six and six. They're the same record as the Browns. Like, like there's so there, there's so much parity in the records this year than I could ever remember. You know what I mean? Like, there's there there there's a small number of really bad teams. I, I mean, look, I'm looking at the standings right now. In the AFC, there are only three teams, four teams that have a losing record. Four. That's it. The Jaguars, the Texans, the Jets, and the Dolphins. Everyone else is at 500. I think we could all say that those four teams are all bad teams. I think if they you are. don't, I think if you don't that's have, a, I mean, four out of sixteen teams. I under, I that's four out of sixteen. That is a lot of a lot of teams that are that are not, not only just. I understand what you're saying. All right. I understand what you're saying, but but you, but if you think about what the NFL's tried to do, I mean, look the way they schedule, the way they set up the draft, the way they do all kinds of things. It's it's designed so that there are a lot of average teams. I mean, if you think about think about the other side, Scotty. How many teams are amazing that we know are really really good? There's like three in the AFC, four in the NFC. So it's like the, who are the, who are, who are we're, do, we're doing in the this. AFC? We're doing power rankings. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> let's do. Let's do. Let's do abbreviated power rankings right now. Abbreviated. Give me your top four teams. Give me your top oh. four teams in the AFC. In the AFC first. Let's start there. In no order. I'm not. I'm not in, ranking. In no, no. No order. Just, just your your top four teams. My top four teams: Chiefs, Chargers. Patriots, Bills. I'm going Chiefs, Chargers, Patriots, Bills. I'm leaving out the Ravens. They're they're a they're a four B, um, only because they're leading the division. But I don't even think the Ravens are that good. The, the that's that's what I'd say for the AFC. The, the the Bengals are winning the division. By the way, just FYI, that's but, irrelevant. I don't I don't I, consider I, I, them to be the best of the league, best in the conference. The only the only thing that I would change with your analysis there is I would swap the Chargers with the Titans. Why? Why the Titans? I mean, why? I, I think the Titans are a little bit better than the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers are seven and five. They're not. I mean, it's not like they're. I mean, they're it's good, but they're not that much better than Titans have a better defense they're, they're de- and a healthier offense. I mean, what do you want me to say? I, I mean, that's fine. I, I, Titans, I get you saying the the Titans' record is a little bit strange because they. They because it's so good. I mean, <laughs> I think they um, they're a good team. I like the Titans. I mean, they're going to win the division, obviously. I don't think the Colts are that bad either. But the Colts definitely fall into that that like um, Ravens, Browns, Raiders, maybe zone. Here's, Bengals, here's Bengals another, for sure. Here's another just, just general stat because again, parity is a big thing. I love a general stat. A non-specific stat. stat. It just doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean a ton, but it means something, okay? And this is just point differential, okay? Point differential. But do we know what it All... means? Huh? If it, if it doesn't mean a lot, but it means something, how much? I mean, does it not matter? It Are you saying no. it, it matters in that, you know, it means you have generally a good offense and a good defense, generally, of a good point differential, right? So it's all your points scored. Versus all your points that you've given up, the top four teams right now in the AFC are the Patriots with a plus one hundred and fifty. This is based on okay. point differential alone. Point differential, okay. So all the points that the Patriots have ever scored this all season right, versus all, right. all they've given up. All right, so New England is plus one hundred and fifty. Buffalo is a plus one hundred and forty. The Colts are third with plus eighty-eight, and the Bengals are fourth with plus sixty-four. 
So a couple things. The, the, the Patriots and the Colts number there is skewed because they had the, each of those teams that had one game where it was just a crazy blowout. Like the Colts and Jets was like a 30-something point differential, which is half of their differential now. And the Patriots beat the Browns by like 40 points. So that that's something. To, it's like I get what you're saying. You, you prefaced this with it, it doesn't mean a lot, but it means something. I just wish that we. Something. I just wish that we knew what it actually meant. It means that generally you got a good offense and a good defense. Generally, potentially even better than other teams. I don't think anyone's. I don't think. Right. I don't listen. I don't think anyone would tell you, "Hey, okay, if you if you ask me, AFC alone, give me your top four offenses in the AFC." I'm, the Patriots aren't sniffing the top four. You know what I'm saying? It's like that. You say that, but they've scored, I, I, and I agree, because I, I would say that too. However, they have scored the second most points out of anyone in the AFC. They've scored 350 points this season. The only team that scored more was the Colts at 371. Everyone else has scored less points than that. This is such a, this is so boring. Nobody cares about the numbers. They, people care about the records and the quarterbacks. That's all, that's all anybody cares about. about. Okay, okay, so you don't, you know. Mac Jones, you're not big on Mac Jones. Mac so attack next offense. year, next year, buddy. Next year. All right, let's move to the NFC. Give me your, <laughs> give me your top four teams in the NFC. Okay. This one's e- this one's much easier. Let me think about this. It's not that easy when you get to the NFC West. Um, but okay, okay. Um, I would say the Cowboys. I would say the Buccaneers. Um, the See the Rams are so freaking tricky. The Cardinals, so the Cowboys, Bucks, Cardinals, and I guess maybe the Packers. Probably the Packers. And I'd and I, I I want Minnesota just lost to Detroit. I can't. I, they're they're not they're not in that tier. That the, you're right. That is easier. But it's it's obviously it's also like, I mean, yeah, it's easier. That's it. It's easier. There you go. Hey, hey. The A, this is just, I mean, it's kind of dawned on me looking at this. The AFC has just owned the NFC this year when in head to head matchups because, I'll t- and I'll tell you, I'll tell you that, like, okay, so we talked about how there's only three or four teams with a losing record in the AFC. Uh, there are only one, two, three, four, five teams, five teams with a winning record in the NFC. That's it, five teams. Everyone else is either 500 or below. That's insane. Mm. Mm. I mean, you look at teams like, you know, look at, I mean, look at they have the NFC North, the Vikings, like you just said, they're five and seven. They lost the Lions, you know, Chicago, Chicago's four and eight. They're going nowhere. You know, you got in the South, you have the Panthers, the Falcons, the Saints. I mean, they're not doing anything this year. They're just ho-hum teams. And the NFC is bad this year. It's just the, it's, it's the AFC's year. It's kind mm. of cool. Transition? Transition. Um, do you feel that um, a diplomatic boycott of the Chinese, the Beijing Olympics, is actually meaningful? Should, no. Should the U.S. team go and compete? Like, like not like, um, I'm not, we don't, we, this, is a, this is a spicy topic. We don't, don't usually get into stuff like this, but... 
but I'm actually just curious because 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 in today's world when people are like doing a lot of stuff for PR and whether whether the leadership at like an organization or whatever really believes in what they're saying it's it's hard to say how hard to know for sure it's hard to it's hard to not think of this as just like a we don't want our we don't want pictures of our people with their people but we're still going to go you know it's like it's, it's still going to generate the same money that it's going to generate we're still going to cover it on NBC you know it's like a, it's like a, we just don't want the photo op. Yeah. I think it's a, um, it's, it, it, it just seems like it's kind of like a safe face, hollow or shallow move, I guess, you know, it's just like a, okay. Wh- okay. So what, so Kamala Harris isn't going to go sit next to, you know, some Chinese officials like, okay, great. They're still, everyone's going competing. You know, if you, you want a real, you want a real protest. They're not, we're not competing. The, the, you know, the most athletes, the athletes with the greatest chance of success won't show up, you know, and then, you know, that, that would be a huge statement, but to me, like, you know, okay. And we're getting real into politics, which I don't particularly care to care. We don't have to, we don't have to do this. I know, but I'm just saying, you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna boycott and protest a country because of whatever reasons, I feel like there's more things that you could be doing instead of just saying, oh, our diplomats are going to go sit in the stands during the Olympics. So it just seems like, eh, I don't know. One thing that I would, I would ask, and I guess this is no, I don't have any hard, hard opinions on any of this stuff, but, uh, well, I, I do, but not that I need to share here. One thing I would ask is when it comes to like putting a diplomatic, um, boycott on it, uh, people will will then also say um, it would be unfair for the athletes who have been training their whole lives to not be able to go compete at the sport they love. Um, but I guess I would ask if if this is that important that we're making a, a conscious decision to 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 show non-support, the opposite of whatever support is for whatever is going on in China. Shouldn't the athletes also care about that? And I'm not saying that we should. I'm not saying that I, I, Kevin, think that uh, we shouldn't go compete. But if it's that big a deal, and it absolutely is. Well, okay, here we go. But the athletes should also care. Uh, I'm not saying they don't care, but they, they, they should also. Shouldn't we ex- also expect the athletes to at least be like? Yeah, I mean it's genocide. I would say I would say not necessarily. Not, honestly, I agree. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't disagree with that. A- a- athletes don't need to be activists. You know what I mean? In That's fact, true. most mo- most people that are athletes and activists are generally disliked by a lot of people that are maybe on the other side of the thing that they're act. You know, they're being an activist for so. I would never fault an athlete for not taking a definitive stance on something that is unrelated to their sport. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that's not they're there. They're there. To, they're there to exert their skills. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. well said. I will say though, just in general, if things are as serious as what's being claimed, or you know, all all the, like I don't know, I think stronger action maybe 
could or should be done here. Probably, you know what I mean? Maybe, like, maybe if it's as serious as everything is claimed to be, then we probably just shouldn't be having them, period. <laughs> not like, oh, yeah. our athletes might not be going. It should just not be happening, and, and there should be right. the actual consequences for things. But, you know, I don't know. It's like sphere of influence. And what are we doing here? You know, a podcast that, mm-hmm. you know, three, you know, well, I don't know. Maybe we've got a huge following and I just don't really realize it. Wouldn't that be cool if people that were really famous cool. didn't realize they were really famous? Yeah. I wonder how people would act. That would be pretty cool. I wonder. I, we know how people that aren't famous but think they're famous act. We know that That's all the true. time. It's all over. So, you know. But uh, transition? Transition. Uh, power five. <laughs> Let's just get into <laughs> it, man. All right, I actually right, I actually have them written down this time. All right. Um, as always, they are t- some tough games, and I I don't think I've actually picked these. So um, I'm going to let you go ahead and start the first one, and we're going to start with Baltimore at Cleveland. Cleveland's favored minus two and a half. Yeah, I uh, I I agree with the original statement. I think said by you that Baltimore isn't. They're not as good of a team as their record reflects. However, neither are the Browns. And so I think that... The way the uh, Browns Baltimore... aren't... You don't... Hold on. So I know I told you I'd give you the floor. I just... I heard that. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to listen. I'm going to let him do his thing. But then I... You don't think the Browns are a 6-6 six and six team? You don't think they're as good as 6-6? No, as six six? They're going to they're gonna finish the season with a losing record. You... An antagonist, you, you love it, you, you embrace it. There's no, there's you're no, absolutely no antagonist. an antagonist, you absolutely are. I'm just, I'm looking at my eyes, I'm just observing, you know, I'm observing. Okay, the, anyway, the, I won't, I won't interrupt again. I'll just say, just real quick, I will say, if, if the, if the Browns don't want to have a losing record, they really need to win this week because if they lose to the Ravens, they have the Raiders, which is a tough team. They're playing at Green Bay. They're playing at Pittsburgh, who's already beat them. And then they got the Bengals at home, and the Bengals are going to crush them in a revenge game from this season. So, anyways, Ravens are going to win this game. I think that they, you know, they the Browns will have an answer for Lamar Jackson. I think, uh, I think that this is going to, it's just going to, they're going to win. That's it. Not much else to say. Browns win by a field goal. I'm taking the Brownies. You're absolutely wrong. <laughs> Don't have an answer for Lamar Jackson. The, the game, it was like a one-score game. I mean, they, they, and Baker's playing injured. The Hunt just came back. They have no wide receivers. The defense played really well. And they're coming off a bye week. They're fresh. You're wrong about that. They, they, need, to, they need to win this game. Well, no, not, yeah, I mean, up. they need to win. All, yes, they do need to win. But I also yeah, okay, think they're going to Everything is laid out for them to give them the, the best opportunity they possibly have to win this game. They have all the advantages. They're at home. They've seen the Ravens. Ravens played last week. Browns didn't. They get the st- they they have every chance to win this game. But I don't think they're gonna. The only team that I know the Browns will probably lose unless there's some crazy weather involved is Christmas Day. The Packers very bad present for me, but they could win. The, any of the rest of their games, so they could, they could, they have a chance. Um, it just, it just, it blows my mind that that the Browns beat the Bengals by like a, a thirty point margin, 
and and you think the the Browns are worse uh, or, or don't deserve the six and six that they've got. That's what that's what you just it said. Was a, that was a fluke game. That was a fluke game. They won't it won't happen again. Joey B, his fingers are gonna be healed up by January 9th, and he's gonna he's gonna throw for four hundred yards. We're gonna be at that game, and that won't happen. He hasn't thrown for four hundred yards yet this season. We're gonna get out of here. All right, Buffalo at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is favored by three and a half. So Tampa minus three and a half. Um, I'll start this one. I this is going to be a good game. Um, Buffalo, forget everything you saw on Monday that with against the Patriots. That was a you don't see weather like that uh, very often, and you definitely don't see it in Florida. Um, I I. I think Josh Allen's going to come back and have a pretty good game because you can throw on Tampa, but I think Tom Brady's going to going to going to win this one. I'm going to take the Bucks um, to 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 cover. To, yeah, to cover. To cover. Yeah, yeah. I know what I'm doing. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree that the, that uh, the Monday night game was a little bit of an anomaly because of the weather. I think played in better conditions. The Bills probably could have. They could have beaten the Patriots. Uh, I think the home game, Tom Brady, the Bucks. Bucks defense is really good. I think they can contain Allen a little bit. Uh, I don't see. I don't see the Bills winning this one. San Francisco at Cincinnati. Um, San Francisco's favored minus one and a half. So tight margin there. Um, I'm going with the Niners, man. I mean, it, it's it's a field goal. I mean, the, the the Niners are coming off an embarrassing loss to the Seahawks. They're gonna be they're gonna be pissed. You got Burrow back there. He's, his offensive lines banged up. His hands banged up. The only good thing about the the Bengals have going for him right now is Mixon, and uh, I think Jimmy G lights him up. There's no chance. There's zero chance that the Bengals lose this game. It's definitely after, a chance. After 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 losing the way that they lost against. San Diego or not San Diego against the Chargers last week. Uh, when they when they absolutely could have won that game, they just made a few mistakes and the game got the game the game got out of hand early because they played bad defense. Game. That's what you mean by they made a lot. They made a few mistakes. They played bad defense. They, some of that was 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 just untimely and costly turnovers that that don't, that don't always happen. That Jamar Chase that Jamar Chase catch where. He he caught the ball. They happened. And then, he didn't catch the I ball. I know it happened. That, the ball hit his hands. He could have caught the ball easily. It bounced into the. That was a fluke play. That was that was a, that was a fourteen point difference. Okay, early on. The, how do you Bengals, oh, how do you figure oh, it's fourteen oh. points? It's one possession. That was a touchdown catch right there. He had so much separation. If he had gotten hands in that ball, he would have run it into the end zone and scored. They would have scored. They would have scored that drive. The 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 Chargers took the ball down and scored on that drive. So that's a 14 point differential right there. And then, but forget that the Bengals showed immense heart to come back and make that, make that they almost took the lead in the third quarter. And then, and then I'm, I'm not putting the, happen. I'm not, I'm not putting the bungles on this list anymore. I can't, I can't, I can't take you every single time we talk. Listen to you. Listen to you. Fluke play. It wasn't even a, a missed cat. It wasn't even an interception in the end zone which they might have had later on in that game. That wasn't even the play. He would have had to still run for the end zone. 14-point swing. We're transitioning. Do you get, are you taking the Bengals? Oh, you said there's zero the chance. Bengals. Of course there's zero chance. There's zero chance, yeah. Um, New Orleans at the Jets. 
New Orleans is minus five. I'm going to start again. I know I started the last couple. I am taking the Jets, and I'll tell you why. Taysom Hill is going to have to rely on his leg. And listen, he rushed for 100 yards last Thursday. And I know they've had a little bit, they're going to have a little longer to, to prepare for this game, but I know it's the Jets. But I can totally see the Jets keeping it close and losing by a field goal, four points. I can just totally see it. They're at home. I just don't have faith in Taysom Hill to, like, win a game. He threw four picks last week after he got injured. I mean, they're going to tape him up. He's going to play, and they're going to be very, very run heavy. Um, Kamara's back healthy. But I like the Saints to win, but I think the, I think the Jets will cover. I generally agree with what you have to say. I, I do. I think the Jets have they have they could they could potentially, you know, get within five, uh, and maybe even win the game. You never know because the the Jets at home have been some somehow somewhat sneaky. You know what I mean? They, the crowd gets into it for some reason, and it could happen. I still am going to go with the Saints still on this because I think that uh, if Kamara comes back, it's going to be an added element that they had they didn't have last week, and it, they're going to. They're going to have a better run game, help taste them out a little bit, and I think they'll, they'll, they'll win the game covered spread. All right, last game, Dallas at Washington. Um, Dallas is favored four and a, minus four and a half. I, I think that as much as I want the football team to win and take this division, because, well, they can't take the division. Well, I guess there's still time to take the division, but let's be real. You're in it. Um, yeah. I like I like the Heineke story. I really like Riverboat Ron. I like Gibson. I like the defense. I wish Jamar Chase was or, uh, not Jamar Chase. Chase Young was still playing, um, but I think the Cowboys just come out and womp them. I think they're going to wail on them too. Dallas all the way. Dallas is they're 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 a pretty good team this year, uh, and I think that they 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 win this one pretty easily. They definitely cover the spread. Transition. Transition. Bucket time. Hit me. I, w- I wish that we had the sound effect for the, for the shaking of the bucket. It's a, I mean, it's, it's not even a sound effect. I just wish that the, the audio, I wish the or technology wasn't so good. Got to give it to Apple, man. Their technology is too good. All right. Reach your, reach your grubby little paw in there and pull some All out. Right. As a reminder, five weeks this week. Okay, so Colts, Dolphins, Patriots, Eagles. Okay. That's a lot. That is a lot. Okay, who am I drawing for, Nick? Uh, always, always start with Nick. Oh, here he goes. The Bengals. Bengals. I mean, if there's zero chance, Scotty, if there's zero chance, are you are you having Nick keep this? I would have Nick keep this. Well, that's the question. I would, yes. But what about you? What do you think? I think it's. I think there are worse helmets in there. But there are definitely better helmets in there. I don't know. I I, I mean, I'll, I'll let you make the call, and you can you can you can answer to to, to Clyde. Nick's Nick's gonna Nick's gonna thank me next week, and he's keeping the Bengals. Cincy. All right. Sorry, Nick. All right, Andrews. Andrews up next. Andrew. That's right. That's right. Give it a good shake. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes, yeah, like your Halloween. The Falcons. Falcons. Oh gosh, they're playing uh, Carolina. Carolina. I wouldn't do that. That's. Throw that back. I mean, not because Carolina's good, it's because it's the Falcons. No yeah, 
Udonka. Going back. Okay, it's back in. Are you sure that was the Falcons and not? I guess it's too late now. I we, did. I, okay, I, yeah, that's fine. I would, I would check the top. The Dirty Birds. All right, Andrews is stuck with this one. We we got to start cashing in on some of these. I'm getting irritated about it. The the Hawks, the Seahawks, the Seahawks play. Um, oh, they play the Texans. All right, that's not too bad. In good Houston, draw. Though. Good Houston. draw. Oh, in on the road. Just <laughs> <laughs> to, to the forty Houston fans that will show. All right, Scotty, you're up next. You definitely want a bye week. All right. The the Detroit Lions. I mean, are you going to even look at who they are, the Broncos? Hey, that might be a sneaky good game. It might be a sneaky good game, but it's not anything I'm going to bet a punishment on. All right, all right. It went back. It's an inconvenience. Thank you. Um, All right, you're locked in with this one, buddy. Make it good. Ah, The Jags. Oh, my gosh. The Jacksonville Jaguars play the Titans. That is not a good matchup. The Titans coming off a bye week, too. The Urban Meyer-led Jaguars. All right, Scott. I mean, it's it's better than the Lions, probably, but it's still not good. All right, Kev. I'd I'd actually rather have the Lions this week than the Jags. It doesn't matter. Um, Give me the Colts, Scott. Give me the Colts. I want the Colts. Oh, Cardinal. the Cardinals. Who are they playing? Oh, the Cardinals are playing the bit. Uh. They're playing the Rams on Monday Night Football. Ooh. Oh, that's tough. They're playing in Carolina. Ooh. Uh, in that's Phoenix. strange. Phoenix. Yeah, in Phoenix. Uh, I'm putting it back. Oh, Put it back. Kingsbury, it's can't do it, buddy. Can't do it. Mm. Can't do it. All right, officially going back? Officially back in the hole. Give it to me you're, again. You're, <laughs> you can get the Lions now. I, I'd, like, I'd take the Lions over the Cardinals. That's going to be a good game, oh. Scotty. That's a good game. It's going to be a good game, but all right, all right. Yeah, it's done. It's done. This is, these are hard decisions you have to make. Oh, the pack attack playing Chicago. I'm taking it. Chicago. Oh, yeah. Stay football. Yeah, that's a good. One. That's Sunday night football. Oh, that'll be a good game. Sunday night football. Well, I don't yeah. know if it'll be a in, good game. In, in Green Bay, in Lambeau. Andy Dalton right now, throws the perfect spiral. The estimated, the estimated weather uh, right now is thirty-five degrees there in uh, Lambeau Field, so it's definitely turtleneck weather for Aaron Rodgers, and he doesn't lose those games. All right, um, Scotty, give me your uh, top three painters of all time. Painters. Do you not like my top three category here? I mean, what the hell are we doing? Trying to name three painters. Um, if you can't name three painters, you need to go back to school. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Art history is lame, okay? El Greco. That doesn't count. You can't use that one. Don't talk to me about it. All right, I'm going to go with, um, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Michelangelo. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with... <laughs> Michelangelo, Leonardo, Da Vinci. Oh my gosh! No, 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 no! I see what you're oh, doing oh, here. Oh, it's my top three: Michelangelo, Leonardo, Da Vinci, and Bob Ross. Huh? And Bob Ross. Props on not just going down the list. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, let's close this, this bitch out. Today, Junior? Um, I know, I know. Um, okay. Uh, top three, um, top three warm drinks. A fantastic question. I'm so happy about this. Um, coffee. Um, hot toddy. And chicken noodle soup. All right. That's the show. See you next week, maybe, if we're not lazy. All right. So if you've listened this far, you must, for some reason, like what you've heard. So um, given that, please remember to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at ObsessionCast, for all future episode updates and whatever else we might post, sports-related or otherwise. Thanks for watching.